following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. 1420 in the morning for the sixth day of December 2023. Today's show, as always, brought to you by SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase for uh, any tickets you want to get. It's all there at SeatGeek. Get some stocking stuffers or gifts for the uh, the holiday season, which is upon us, obviously. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com to check out all the great articles and other great podcasts, such as The Corner Booth, Rise of the Occasion, uh, no credentials required, high-low sports, uh, new Sens era, and uh, my favorites, the guys over at Craft uh, Root Sports. They put on a good show last night uh, talking about the college football playoffs and conspiracy theories and everything else. It was uh, Scott and Mike, and uh, they, they put on a great show. There was a lot, a lot of fun. So if you want some uh, great college football talk about how they came up with uh, the, the uh, what they did, make sure you go over there today and check that one out. Uh, and thank you very much from all of us here at 1420 World Headquarters for all the support you've given us over the uh, three and a half plus years of doing this uh, this crazy endeavor we got going on here. Anyways, uh, it, it took uh, not 190 goals in 23 years and everything else, but TSN finally got it right. They placed uh, Christine Sinclair's Canadian soccer great, Christine Sinclair, uh, final international match last night from BC Place Stadium in Vancouver. They named, they renamed it Christine Sinclair Place for the night. Uh, she grew up in Burnaby, BC, just down the road from uh, Vancouver. But it, it was a great event last night, and it was something that I, uh, I'm i not going to pretend to sit here that I'm the uh, biggest soccer fan, whether it be men's or women's or everything else, but it was, a, it was a, an event that, that if you're a, a sports fan in Canada or Canadian in general or have a, some kind of a tie to it, it was something that was must-see TV right across the country and hopefully right, right around the world, uh, recognizing the greatness that that was or that is Christine Sinclair and what she's done for the uh, for women's soccer right across uh, this country, right around the world. And she's an ambassador through and through and it's something that uh, little g- girls and little boys, they could probably uh, take a page out of her book uh, for how to carry yourself on and off the field and the way it's go- going uh, – it was an amazing event that that was put on uh, by by Canadian soccer and everything else last night, and it showed the uh, the greatness and the the role model that she actually is. Let's get her on the field accomplishments uh, out of the way first, because he can go on and on for the uh, the on the field stuff. We'll get get that out of the way, and then we'll get the uh, the really important stuff. Uh, Twenty seasons with the women's national team, uh, six uh, FIFA World Cups, four Olympic tournaments, two bronze medals, one gold in tw- uh, 2020, four time fourteen uh, time Canadian Soccer Player of the Year, uh, one of only three people to score a goal in five separate World Cups, joining Marta and some guy named Christian Ronaldo. So there's pretty good pretty good company there when you mention the same breath as Ronaldo. Uh, she's the all-time leading scorer in international soccer, men's and women's uh, international goals with 190 goals total. Uh, already in Canada's Walk of Fame, an officer for the Order of Canada. The list goes on and on and on, but it's, the, it's more the off-the-field stuff and the way that she carries herself that people will remember her by. Uh, I mean, she's not dead. Like There'll be trophies everything else. There'll be plaques. There'll be on the walls forever at the Canadian Soccer Hall of Fame, the Walk of Fame, whatever you want to put it, but it's her off the field off the field accomplishments that you really take note of and you got to see that uh, f- firsthand uh, starting yesterday even the day like the, the days leading up to it on, on Friday night she played down in Langford BC uh, my, my niece and sister went down to that game um, my, my niece as a big soccer player she's, she's quite good uh, and but you, you look at Christine Sinclair and the way she carries herself off the field 
really kind of shows up when you watch women's soccer at the, the youth level and the way that she, uh, it's she's emulated throughout the soccer world, especially in the female soccer. And the thing I like about her is you, you watch when I watch my niece's teams play, um, there isn't an, an arrogance and an, an entitlement that uh, that comes across with women's soccer at, at the, the youth level. I uh, I umpire a lot of baseball for uh, that's at the youth level, same age as my, as my nephew or my, my, my nieces, sorry, 16, 17, 18 year old kids. And there seems to be a bit of an entitlement and this goes go for hockey players too but when you watch uh women's soccer and youth soccer at the at the female uh, age you see a lot of people who play a lot of young girls who play the way that christine sinclair does there's a ferocity to it there there's a, a viciousness to it they play hard they play to win but they, they also are, are are they're cheering on their teammates and they're also cheering on um the game itself they're they're they're, they're still uh in that uh, it's 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 in its infancy really when you think about it. it's only been really going strong for 20 some years 20 30 years that's not a really really long time and what christine sinclair has done for the the for, for for women's soccer is unmatched in my opinion like you, you look back at uh, Wayne Gretzky back in the 80s how he uh, hockey was already huge in Canada especially in, on the men's side no matter what like it's been huge in Canada forever and ever so the the, the pioneer that's Christine Sinclair is compared to what Gretzky is uh, it's it's not even close like you even look back at like the uh, the, back in the 60s and 70s when Gordy Howe played, and yet they were building the game, but the hockey was already big big then. And then when you got in the 80s, you had Gretzky, and then you had Lemieux, so there was always like a, you're a Lemieux guy or you're a Gretzky guy. Christine Sinclair is the, is the only person, and that's the thing. She's the, she is the one who little girls emulated and little girls wanted to be that person and you you look at the at the the smile on, on Sinclair's face last night as she was coming on the field and still encouraging the, the, the two little girls out on the field like hey here, here we go here we go kids she was she's an ambassador and she's always trying to grow the game and help the game out and realizes she has a, a role in Canadian soccer and in in women's soccer in general to help grow it and and to be a pioneer and right at the bitter end she was smiling and having a good time and and that's what I see when I will watch my my niece play soccer is they're, they're they're trying to help each other out there's always an encouragement out there and there's always a uh, I'm not better than this person I'm not better than that person they're always cheering each other on a lot and it's you don't see that in in men's sport uh, especially like you, you, like I said there's a bit of an entitlement issue uh, across the uh, professional sports too and Christine Sinclair is at the, the height at the height of, uh, of women's soccer. She's uh, the greatest ever. There's no getting around that. You might be a, a person here and there, but that might come into it. When you talk about women's soccer, especially in Canada, it's Christine Sinclair. And there, there's the way she plays, and the way she carries herself, it's second to none. And the, the admiration that she has, she has, um, she has garnered, I guess, and she, she's earned every second of it because she plays with a ferocity. She plays, uh, she plays hard. She plays to win. And it shows little girls that, you know what? I can do that too. I, I, I can play hard. I can go out. And I can I can bump elbows, I can bump heads, and I can play hard. And I don't I can I can be sweaty, and I can go out and do something that I love to do. And I don't have to feel bad about it. I don't have to say she's not a girl. She might be a bit of a butch, or whatever might be the the, the preconceived notions are out there in female athletes. And it's it's it was great to see that she got that kind of um, admiration from other people around around the sports world too. And how TSN put it on last night, and their their teammates were all having fun. And I see the exact same thing over and over whenever I. I don't, don't, don't see McKinley play uh, nearly enough, but when it, you do, you see that same type of person and the way that uh, Sinclair is mimicked throughout the, uh, the, the girls' soccer world. It, it's, it's amazing to watch. And uh, Kent, TSN got it right last night by showing that and showing all the little girls in the stands and the, 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 the uh, 
it's 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 hard to put a put a finger on it, but it was it was great to watch the way that it was all put together and the way that she um, still had a chance to smile and the way she was signing autographs right in the bitter end. And she knows her role in women's soccer, and it was uh, it's something that you get, that gets lost a lot, I think, in, in male professional sports because there is an entitlement. There is a uh, I'm not a role model thing, and, and like a lot of athletes, we don't want to know what they're doing behind the scenes. But I think with Christine Sinclair, she is a private person, but when when it's time to talk, people listen. When it's time to be do her job as as a, an ambassador to women's sports she does it and she does it 100 right every single time there's never turning down an autograph there's never a, uh, not a smile to a little girl there's never not trying to help out and you see a lot of uh, athletes who have media availability and that's what one thing that christine sinclair doesn't have is media availability she seems to always be available to help people out to get things right to do th- the right right things and the way that her and her teammates of that era have built up women's sports they are true pioneers to uh, girls sports not just uh, uh, soccer but to girls sports right across the, the board and it's not something we don't we don't talk about uh here enough by any means i'm still have to hook up with uh hook that up with that guy from the score we're going to talk about the professional women's women's hockey league but sinclair has shown the world that girls can do it too. That girls should have the, uh, the the same rights, the same the same opportunities to to play a sport that men do. Uh, Christine Sinclair, actually, she even I keep I keep saying Christine Sinclair because Connor McDavid, you got to say both names, right? One of those things. But she uh, she actually stood up against the Canadian Soccer Federation. We need equal rights. We need equal pay. We need equal uh, equal coverage and everything else. And it's got it's something that she stood up for, and she's been standing up for that for amateur soccer right across the globe. And now there are programs out there that so now there is the proper coaching there is the same but not the same yet it's not 100 equal equal footing yet but there are programs available for youth soccer because of christine sinclair there are there are um there are groups and there are tournaments and there are um there, there is the proper coaching now for, for women's soccer it's not just some uh, a parent who volunteers their time there are there is the proper training that the only men's soccer was getting and only boys soccer was getting forever and ever and you you, you, you look back not that many years just in my lifetime i know i i, I may be old at 49 years of age but um, my sister, she had an opportunity to, to play. The, there was girls softball, and that was it. And it was done by the time you were 13 years old. And now they're, they're in the so that's just in our lifetime how these opportunities for women's soccer. There wasn't there, there was a combined soccer, and that was it. If girls wanted to play on boys' teams, they could, but that was it. There was never just girls' uh, opportunity, and girls didn't get the same opportunity on the field to play. Um, they age differently, and everything else it was a different a different way of doing things. But Christine Sinclair is the epitome of class, the epitome of what what an athlete should be, and. It, it shouldn't go unnoticed around the sports world. And I, I give a tip of the cap to her and the way the game of uh, soccer has grown because of her and the way you, 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 you look at her and the way it was played last night and throughout her career. And uh, she knew what she was doing it for. She knew she was playing for country. She knew she was playing for little girls across the country. She knew she was playing for teenage girls across the country. She knew she was, uh, she knew she was a role model. And every time she stepped on the field and she played hard and she goes, this is how you do it kids. This is the way you, you gotta you gotta play a little bit harder because girls don't have that the same opportunity that men do. Girls have to play a little bit harder, and it's not it's not fair. But you know what, life isn't fair. But you know, Christine Sinclair never complained about it. She just went out, she did her job, she played hard every night, she scored a lot of goals, and she goes, "You have to play this hard every night because you have to work a little bit harder because the opportunities aren't there automatically. You're you're, you're not given anything." You're, and she proven that that you have to work work for stuff. 
And it's kind of one of those things that maybe uh, little boys and, and, and their parents should actually uh, take a page out of her book too, because they, you're not just given things. You have to work for it. You have to, to give, get, give yourself the opportunity to get it. And she did, she did that on a nightly basis. And the class that she shows uh, over and over and over again, it's unbelievable. And like I said, when I, when I see my, my niece play soccer, you see a lot of Christine Sinclair in that and other, other little girls on the opposing team McKinley's not exactly a little girl anymore. She's going into a, a young woman. So I got to quit calling her a little girl. It's one of those uncle things, I guess. But you, you see how the girls play and they're emulating how Christine Sinclair plays and how her teammates play. And it was it's fun to watch how even the younger players on the national on the Canadian women's national team, they were are a direct result of Christine Sinclair playing soccer and the way that they they emulate the way she plays, the class that she plays, and the way that whole team, the way they carry themselves and the way they uh, adore their fans, and the way they they uh, they they, they show show little girls how this is what you have to do you have to have a smile on your face you have to to do things the right way and they, and and to go out and have fun and you, you don't see that in the men's game at all like they're they're, they're not having fun it's, it's more of a job to them and they're like i'm supposed to be here i'm, I'm the talk of the walk and everything else but the way that that women's soccer team plays and it's been going on for a long time uh it was it's fun to watch the, the culmination of it all coming to an end last night at christine sinclair place and it was uh yeah you, you, you got a sense of pride last night. I don't want to say I was I was crying, but yeah, there was a little bit of a lump in my throat as watching uh, Miss Sinclair uh, sing the Canadian national anthem uh, before the game and the way she was uh, being adored by her fans uh, right across the country. I know that uh, my sister was watching. It was great to watch and uh, and how little girls are given an opportunity because of the uh, the being uh, Sinclair is a pioneer in the world of women's uh, women's sports and women's soccer right across the country, and it's going to be uh, something that that will be felt for generations to come. And uh, that because of her, there is opportunity for girls to getting scholarships down in the United States to uh, playing in international tournaments and not being just, uh, you know, something that was put on the backfields for so long. And now it's uh, on the forefront of our minds. People watch women's soccer in this country 100%. And Deanne was actually kind of funny last night that uh, me and Deanne argued about it. a shocker. Me and Deanne argued about something. But she goes, why isn't James Dotty there? Why isn't uh, the panel there or whoever? And I said, well, because women's soccer was built by women. And the hard work of the women that were behind the scenes doing it. And it, you didn't need to have a James Dutty there grandstand. You didn't need to have uh, certain men, men's sports guys, men's men's uh, athletes there, the, 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 co the coach and everything else. It was built by women for women. And it's, it's being, it was a, it was a great moment for women's sports. It was a great moment for Canadian sports, not Canadian women's sports, but Canadian sports last night to show that, you know what, it's something that can be done. If you work a little bit harder, you got to put a little effort in and so anything can happen. And Christine Sinclair is the epitome of that and the way that she has uh, given little girls a voice and given them an opportunity to play something and do something that they love to do it was a great thing to watch last night like I know this won't be one of our our highest rated 14 20 in the morning talking about women's soccer because let's 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 not kid ourselves it's not the biggest thing in the world by any means it is huge it is growing it is it is it's a massive it's a massive audience that that goes on and the the sense of pride that we get when we get we watch uh, Christine Sinclair score all those goals and winning gold medals in the Olympics I remember those that that's a few years back when they won that gold medal and then there was a there was one moment in the Olymp London Olympics in 2014 I think it was where if you I, I was going to say it but maybe I won't bring it up today because I've there might be uh, some young ears listening to this, but there's a funny little story about her getting suspended. What she said to a uh, uh, the, the referee and what the referee thought she heard. There's a funny little story. There was a effing 
horrible and a different uh, word came out that the, the why she got suspended so it was quite funny that little story so it might be the only misstep but that was the competitive competitive spirit of christine sinclair because they the canadian team kind of got screwed of it or didn't kind of get screwed they completely got screwed in a situation uh with the refereeing of a u.s uh game in the, the world cup so it's kind of a funny little story or oh, the olympics i can't remember what i think it was the olympics 2014 but one of those stories that uh, came, came apart why she got suspended so make sure you go check that out uh, but it was quite funny horrible let's just say that it was one of those things but anyways you tip with a cap to uh christine sinclair for what she's done for uh my niece what she's done for my my niece's teammates what she's done for my niece's opponents and uh younger girls right through and through but it's a direct result of uh, the hard work and the ambassador that christine sinclair is so a 14 20 tip of the cap goes out to Christine Sinclair and all she's done for uh, for girls soccer and girls sports and, and girls, just girls in general to be who you are and be who you want to be and, and, and don't be afraid of it and don't be afraid to embrace who you are because she's she did that for a lot of young girls right across this country and right, right around the world. So once again, a 1420 tip of the cap goes out to Christine Sinclair. Give Santa and his elves a break from the grind this Christmas season and ask for tickets from SeatGeek. SeatGeek has tickets for shows, concerts, and sporting events from around the globe. And by using promo code 1420POD, you will save $20 on tickets. Tickets make for great stocking stuffers and gifts, so get go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app for all of your ticket needs this holiday season and use promo code 1420POD today for your Christmas ticket. There it is, Christmas right around the corner. Hey, and happy birthday to uh, my first friend ever. My first, my first friend ever. Probably the only friend. Yeah, no, the uh, 18th Street. He grew up in Fort McLeod. Uh, we were on 19th Street, and we moved away when I was five years old. We've been uh, close friends ever since. Uh, 44 plus years, and uh, never a crossword between uh, my uh, my first friend ever, West Stockton. Happy birthday, Poozer, from uh, from all of us here at 1420 World Headquarters. We'll have to uh, hoist a beer. You're 51 now, Poos. It's easier getting old. We're all getting old. Anyways, here's uh, birthdays and on this days, and we'll get everybody out of here for another day here at 1420 World Headquarters. On this day in 1990, oh, where are we here? On this day in 1992, Jerry Rice of the San Francisco 49ers caught his 101st touchdown pass of his career in the 49, 49ers 27-3 win over the Miami Dolphins in front of 58,474 people at Candlestick Park in San Francisco, California. Rice caught a 12-yard pass from Niners quarterback uh, in the fourth quarter that would put him past Seattle Seahawks Hall of Famer Steve Largent on the all-time list. Rice would finish the 92 season with 10 touchdown receptions and play eight more seasons in San Francisco and finish his time there with 176 touchdown receptions. Rice then moved on to play four more seasons in the NFL, three and a half in Oakland and 11 games in Seattle, and add another 21 touchdowns to his total to finish with 197 in his career and is still the all-time leader in career touchdowns, 41 ahead of the next closest player, Hall of Famer Randy Moss. There's no doubt about it. Jerry Rice is the greatest wide receiver of all time. He had a couple of pretty good quarterbacks throwing touchdowns for all those years in San Francisco with uh, Steve Young and Joe Montana. So uh, on this day in 1992, Jerry Rice of the San Francisco 49ers broke the all-time uh, touchdown list. And what do we got here? Happy um, 
Happy 31st birthday to Heisman Trophy winner and former NFL quarterback born on this day, Johnny Manziel, born on this day in Man in Tyler, Texas. Manziel was heavily recruited out of high school but chose to go to uh, Texas A&M. In his freshman season, Manziel broke numerous NCAA Division I records and SEC records, including the first freshman and first player in NCAA history to pass for 3,000 yards and rush for 1,000 more. In a, in a season, Manziel became the first freshman to win the Heisman Trophy, the Manning Award, and the date the, the, Davey O'Brien National Quarterback of the Year Award. Manziel declared for the NFL draft after his sophomore season was drafted in the first round of the 2014 NFL draft, 22nd overall by the Cleveland Browns. Things didn't go very well for Manziel on or off the field his two seasons with the Browns, and he uh, appeared in 15 games, starting eight, going two and six with seven TDs and seven interception. And the Bear, the uh, the Browns released Manziel on March 11, 2016. Uh, he probably uh, should have just stayed in college for another couple of years and everything else. But there was a lot of stuff going on between Manziel's ears on and off the field. It didn't go so well for Manziel. But what a what a, what a couple of years in college. He was uh, Johnny Football, obviously. He was uh, he was the man. Uh, that, uh, that Alabama game put him in the uh, the national spotlight right off the bat. So uh, happy birthday to uh, Johnny Manziel. It's, it's hard to believe it's been that many years since he has been out of the league already. Like It's, it's crazy to see how time flies and how long ago that uh, that Heisman Trophy season was, man. It's crazy to think it's uh, that many years ago, but happy birthday to Menzel. Anyways, there's the show for today. Make sure you guys uh, check us out on YouTube if you haven't already. Subscribe to the, U- the YouTube channel when you when you get a chance to go over there and click it. It really helps the show out a lot. And then uh, make sure you keep listening to uh, 1420 uh, podcast. Uh, they've got the one from Dave uh, from Monday nights out now. So make sure you check that one out. And then Dave and I are back at it tomorrow. Lots going on here at World Headquarters. As you guys know, we're uh, we're moving locations. We're uh, moving to a different place. So it's a lot of uh, a lot of work behind the scenes. We'll still keep putting out the content for you guys out there. Uh, have a great day, Poozer. Happy birthday. And remember. It doesn't matter where you are, it's who you're with. Have a good day, folks. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You just listened to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer of the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.